I love the way those drums come in right there. Yeah. I just love that. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Is This Thing Working? And here we are again. We're As we discussed on Sunday, we, we have a little series we're doing about the impeachment of our attorney general here in Texas, Ken Paxton. And like I say, we're going we're gonna to have this one this evening, probably another one here in a couple of days, and we're going to uh, definitely be, be coming at you on the day the impeachment trial starts. But first and foremost, what I want to say most of all is, hey, everybody, regardless of anything political, anything cultural, anything sports-related, anything music-related, whatever it is, we all need to just take a moment and, and remember the our our brothers and sisters and our other citizens in the great state of Florida um, as they're trying to recover now from a hurricane that's rolled through and it's caused quite a bit of damage. I know Perry, Oklahoma caught quite, I mean, Perry, Florida caught quite a bit of damage. Yeah, it's now, where is it at? In Georgia? Yeah. Yeah, moving up. Yeah, it's Carolina. moving on, man. It's moving but, on. Yeah, that, so everybody up in that area. Yeah, right, our prayers. Yeah, right there around the Perry, Florida area, from what I understand right there in that little in that little great bend, they, they caught a lot of damage today. You know, I heard today that in that area right there that they hadn't had a hurricane that bad for a hundred years. In oh, that no, area. No, no surprise. Yeah, in that little area right there. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of wooded. It looks it's pretty similar to what you see right here in in East Texas. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah probably Helped a little, but having probably all the trees. hurt a lot too. <laughs> well, I yeah. know it hurt a lot. Yeah, and with all their the, problems, they that got a lot having, more trees to be flying around there in Perry. You know, and I keep wanting to say Oklahoma, but yeah, Perry, Florida. Well, there is one of those. That's yep, why sure is. It's yep. closer to been, us. Been there too. <laughs> been there too. I've but, been through uh, it, I think. Yeah, but anyway, so that's what we're up to tonight, man. We've got three different articles we're going to discuss. But hey, if you like our show, find us on on social media when you do stomp on that like button and share yeah share you, with all your friends and yep. um you can find us on facebook you can find us on x formerly known on, as twitter you can find us on uh, spotify you can find us on apple and we're working on a website so pretty soon we'll have a website coming out it'll be is this thing working it's pretty cool we're, but tonight we're going to discuss trying to grow. Uh, we discussed in part one of how the impeachment of Texas Attorneys General Kim Paxton began. Just to remind everyone, we talked about how A.G. Paxton called out the Speaker of the Texas House of Representatives, Dade Phelan, for being drunk on the House floor during a legislative legislative session. And Paxton, that was a mouthful. That was a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I kind of rolled over that. And Paxton asked for his resignation. And you know this made Phelan very angry. We also talked about how Phelan started this unlawful process of impeachment, which was done in secrecy because he was mad. Phelan and a committee of five people, whom unbeknownst to the people of Texas, have been investigating Paxton all of a sudden finishes their investigation, what was this, 48 hours? Within 48 hours, and brings the impeachment to the floor on a Saturday at the end of May. So they impeached him within 48 hours. And, and didn't allow him to bring anything for his, for his defense. Nothing at all. Yep. And, and that's a possibility in, 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 the, in the upcoming 
trial too. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's a possibility. Very much so. Isn't that crazy? Due process is going away in our country, man. Yeah, it's gone away. We're we're seeing that, you know, big examples of this. Right now, I know. It's happening everywhere in every state. So we have a few articles that we're going to look at and discuss. Yeah, KHOU Houston, Channel 11 out of Houston, had an article uh, out two days ago. And talking about Monday was a big deadline in the Ken Paxton impeachment proceedings. Because as we know, they brought up 20 articles of impeachment against him. And they have, you know, they they're they're going they were going to file a motion to have those articles dismissed. And so on this article here from KHOU, this is what it said: there was a key deadline Monday ahead of next week's impeachment trial for suspended Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton. The same senators who wrote the rules for the upcoming impeachment trial had to issue their recommendations on pretrial motions, including whether or not to dismiss the articles of impeachment. The seven-member rules committee has until Tuesday to deliver the recommendations to the senators. Well, is here, that Tuesday yesterday? That Tuesday? was Tuesday yesterday, the way I'm understanding this, because the article was from two days ago. Yes, that's what I'm. That's the way I'm understanding and it, too. Have you heard anything? I have not heard a thing. Either? Yeah, I hadn't heard a thing about it. They're going to take their time and wait to the last minute. Exactly. The trial is set to be set on September 15th. And 16 votes are needed to dismiss the articles of impeachment. Right. Which uh, General Paxton has is trying to get everything dismissed. Yeah. So they and, have to do that first. Yeah, they have to do that. That has to come to a vote. And, and that's what I was going to read the, the, a little bit more about this article here. You know, and it says that they have the seven-member rules committee has until Tuesday to deliver. Well, so far, we haven't seen that Paxton and them have... have filed this yet um well paxton's lawyers have filed a motion to dismiss all 20 okay they have Mm -hmm. okay well here we go it said and said basically you know if the vote goes that way here we go i'm gonna keep on going basically the trials the trial could be over before it starts the senators have until tuesday to share their recommendations with all the colleagues and the rules say that a vote has to happen before opening statements begin so this trial like you said this trial is it it's going to be it you need 16 votes are needed to dismiss the articles of impeachment and the senators are expected to vote on this whether to dismiss it and here's an interesting point and this is from university of houston political science professor brandon roddinghouse he says it could be the case that as a matter of law that they decide that the voters already knew that these cases were out in the open and as a result they're going to effectively remove this from from consideration because the Constitution lets them do it. Roddinghouse referenced the prior term doctrine, which is also known as the forgiveness doctrine, which says an officer in this state may not be removed from office for an act the officer may have committed before the officer's election to office. And, you know, we knew this before he was elected because I would get posters call me and say, yeah. will you still vote for Ken Paxton even though he has all these um, yeah. well, bad things against yeah, him? Yeah, and, and even the, the big allegation that they're bringing, you know, they're saying that he's accused of abusing his office to help a friend and campaign donor, Nate Paul. Um, the allegations predate Paxton's most recent election last November, but not his first one in 2014. And that's where they're going with this. 
because determining which election that part of the law refers to will likely be one of the topics of debate. It says here, the case law on this is unusual because it does imply that voters really did understand all of the specifics about these cases and were still willing to vote for the attorney general. It's not obvious that that's the case. And I want to tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> that's almost got me speechless. I don't understand where they come up with this. Yeah, the, the key to this part of this is is that it says that the case law on this is unusual because it does imply that voters really did understand all of the specifics about the cases and were still willing to vote for the attorney general. That just blows their mind. Because it does blow we, their mind. We know how that we know how this is Well well of course it blows their mind. They don't <laughs> understand the people. Right. They don't want to understand the people. They say that that Paxton is accused of abusing his office to help Nate Paul. That was in 2016. That was two terms ago. Yes. Okay, so here we are in 22. We know all about that already. We've known all about that. And it says determining which election that part of the law refers to will likely be one of the topics of debate. So which term? They're going to debate that first term because they think, well, they elected on in that term also and it happened in that term yeah i think it, that term should be washed out and we re-elected well, we, him yes we did and we reelected him with again a, a huge majority three times three times we elected him yes and there's a reason why we re elected him because we don't think that what they have on him is enough yeah to um Stop him from taking down the Biden administration. Yeah. And that's what we knew he would do. Yeah. You think, Every a, one you of think us. a lot of that's coming from the fact that he sued the Biden administration as many times as he has. I 100% believe that. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Plus, plus he, he had the big Walgreens suit, you know. Yes. So he's taking on Big Pharma. Yes. And he's suing the Biden administration every time they blink. Yes. You know, and that's what we wanted. Yes. That's, that's, that's why. What we needed. That, and, and you know what he did? You know what General uh, Pax, Attorney General Paxton did? He is doing what the people elected him to do. That's right. And, and, and that's what I was going to say. You know, by them sitting here and debating which term, you know, which term, which term. What's it, basically what they're wanting to do is have it both ways. Maybe and, they want to impeach him for 2016. And either way, they're taking the vote. They're taking the voters' vote away, and they're yep. taking our voice away. Yes, they are. We knew when we when we elected him. You knew when we elected him. Everybody knew. And and also, here's another thing that was kind of that was in the news. And this was coming. And this is coming from the Dallas Morning News. This was two days ago. Uh, the title of this says, Wrong. Texas AG Ken Paxton says he won't resign ahead of the impeachment trial. There was some scuttle going on, you know, over the weekend about him might resign. And it says here, it says, Texas, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton took to social media this weekend to reject rumors he will resign ahead of his upcoming impeachment trial. He said on Saturday, he responded to a post on X from Scott Braddock, editor of the legislative website, quorum report about credible chatter that the attorney general would resign to avoid testifying at trial scheduled to kick off on september 15th and the impeachment lawyers <laughs> plan to call paxton to the stand 
according to a list of witnesses the Dallas Morning News attained last week. <laughs> Wrong. I will never stop fighting for the people of Texas and defending our conservative values, Paxton wrote on X, formerly known as Twitter, in what appeared to be his first public comment on the impeachment since Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick imposed, imposed a gag order on the parties last month. Yeah, you know, the thing about it is I seen this on Twitter. I didn't see Braddock's um, tweet, but I did see Paxton respond right. to Braddock's tweet. Yeah. And I, I thought it was really funny because Braddock said he was going to resign. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, I was like, do oh, you, my gosh. Do you think Braddock was just speculating? I think Braddock was wishing. Well, yeah, but that's what I mean. Was, that's all. Was, was mm-hmm. he just trying to push a narrative? Yes. Yeah. That's pretty good, though, because just it like, stops all just the like rumors President, right in his track. Just like President Trump, A.G. Paxton says, I refuse to I refuse to bend the knee. I yep. refuse to kneel to you people. That's it. Yeah. And he does, and, and that's why we respect him, because he refuses to bend to their will and do what they want. You know, talking about that, uh, Attorney General would resign to avoid testifying at a trial scheduled to kick off on September 5th, the impeachment lawyers plan to call Paxton to the stand. The reason why I reread that to you is because the next article we're going to go into is um, from the Austin American Statesman. It is actually about this issue. Um, okay, the legal teams fight centers on the Fifth Amendment, which protects a defendant like Paxton from being forced to testify against himself. Now, you heard Braddock already saying that they're going to force him to testify. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that right there was a false statement because they cannot no, Braddock, do that. Braddock was saying he was going to resign. Well, he was going to resign because of oh, yeah. they were going to force him to testify. Okay, um, But in a criminal trial, okay, there's a difference between a criminal trial and a civil trial. In a criminal trial, trial, the protection goes further, carrying an instruction that the jury cannot take a defendant's silence as an inference of guilt right in the civil trial they can force you to testify and when well they can force you they can be compelled to testify yes and only then can he invoke the fifth amendment in that scenario a jury may draw what is known as an adverse inference meaning jurors can assume that if Paxton did answer and did so truthfully, his response would be against his interests. So he could actually use the Fifth Amendment in the civil trial. Right. And I hope that he does. Yeah, he's already said he's not going yeah. to testify. Right. You know, and they can't force him. They're trying to force him though right. to testify. Kind of the same way they kind of the same way they are in all of their they want their they want it both ways they do want it both ways and they want it the hardest way for him right you know whatever is is going to um, make him uncomfortable so you know the law the lawyers are debating Paxton's fifth right to not testify but the House of Representatives didn't want Paxton to testify in front of them or he any uh, or hear any of Paxton's evidence exactly whatsoever so now it's become a debate on whether to test that he will testify so he can just incriminate himself the opposing attorneys are debating I, I just don't understand why they just can't leave him alone why does does it have to be a debate he said he does not want to testify exactly so take him but take him with his word 
Exactly. And just leave him alone and let him sit back since you didn't want to hear from him. Yeah. When it was most important for you to hear from him. No due process. No due process. So why should he make it easy for you? Exactly. Because that's what that's going to do. Make exactly. it easy for you. He should sit back calmly and let his attorneys take care of this for him. Right. Because I guarantee you, he's the attorney behind it all. And, because yeah. he's a smart man. Yep. I mean, a man that can go against the Biden administration as much as lawfare that they do everywhere. Very effective. Believe me, he is effective. He's very effective. He's very effective, and he yep. can, and he's going to get himself out of this. You know, they're afraid of him. That Yes, they are. And that's <clears throat> kind of my point earlier when I brought up the fact of him suing the Biden administration as many times as he has, plus he went after Big Pharma. But, you know, he's he's so effective that they're afraid of him. He has such a big following, he could take Governor Abbott's job away from him. Well, uh, Like yeah. that. Yeah. He would be the one that could get Governor Abbott out. Yeah. Well, and, and even in his own county, Collin County, all five representatives voted to impeach him. I can just about bet you more than half of them will be primaried. Because the... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People are very yeah. upset. Because the protests that they had there at the, at the courthouse, they, there was, what, 300 people there maybe? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that was immediately after this mm-hmm. happened. Yes, it was. You know, I remember that. Yep. And there was a on, uproar on Monday, everywhere. There was they, people um, all over the all over Texas. Mm-hmm. Went to their house. Went yep. to their yep and courthouses. It, and 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 the last couple of polls that I've looked up and, and I've looked them up on well MSN here on this browser. I've looked them up on here, but the polls that I found that they're putting out, um, one one poll said that that Texas was split fifty fifty impeachment of Ken Paxton or not impeachment of Ken Paxton, and and the poll said that fifty percent favored impeachment. 17% said they didn't, and 33% said they weren't unsure, which equaled that they were unsure. 17 and 33 equaled the other 50%. And then ABC News 13 put out an article about that the other day and tried to say that, th- that three of four people want to see Paxton impeached. They're trying to say it's 74%, 75%. Let me tell you, and I don't buy do you, into that do you either. Buy into that? No, because MAGA, he, he won way the, more MAGA than that. He won the election with a bigger percentage yes. than that. So yes, that's false. It news. is false. I yeah. seen. I did see one fake news. Fake news. Yep. Fake news. With President Trump. Fake news. Yep. I can't do a Trump impression. I can't either. Try. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do a Trump impression. No, we're not. We're not impressionists. We can't do that. I'm not that talented. At, and I'm not going to sit around and try President Trump's voice. There are people out there that are very good at it, though. Yeah. There's this one guy comes on one one show I listened to. I thought it was President Trump. Because <laughs> he's like, listen to who we have here. Yeah. The, the radio person. And he started talking. And I was like, that's President Trump. Yay, I'm listening while yep. I'm working. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't him. But anyway, back to Ken Paxton. You know why we bring up President Trump is because it's such a parallel. What they're doing to President Trump and what they're doing to A.G. Paxton is parallel. It is kind of funny that we brought up President Trump, too, because in light of this, if you look at both, they do kind of compare. The left and the Democrats are playing the same lawfare game with A.G. Paxton that they do with Trump. And it's a shame I never thought I'd see our country come to this, man. 
I never, ever, ever thought that I'd see our country come to this. Me neither. And it's very, it, it makes me sick in my stomach sometimes when I think about it. I, and I don't know what to do about it. I know what to do. We continue to, to bring these things out. I, you know what we got to do is push through the busyness of life. We need to push through so people, more and more people can hear what is going on and that we need every voice to help we need bring vo- this to um, fruition to save Ken Paxton, to save President Trump. You know, we need everybody on board. That is what we are here to do, to push out this information to other people that might not, that have, that have really just punched out. That, that kind of goes back to my point about how it, it parallels what they're doing to President Trump and what they're doing to, to A.G. Paxton and what we've seen them do to others. Once they see that they can get away with no due process and the things that they have gotten away with in our courts, the moment that they see they can get away with it with them guys, they'll get a, they'll come after us. They are. They're, they're searching for us. The FBI is knocking down all kinds of doors all over the place and killing innocent individuals. You just don't know when they're going to show up at your door for anything. Yep. And it it don't matter what side you're on either, whether you're a Democrat or a Republican. Yep. If you're an American person, you are in their eyesight. You're in their crosshairs. You're in their crosshairs. If you're a God-fearing, America-loving patriot, you're in their crosshairs. But if we just all continue to stand up, speak loud and proud, I think we're going to be okay. I do too. I think we'll I think we'll get through this. I think our voices will be heard. I hope you liked our podcast tonight. It's fun being with you and talking about politics and what's going on here in Texas. Here to share the information and give you our opinion. Yeah. And in the next episode of Is This Thing Working? which we never can figure out if this thing's working. I know right now it's not, but we're going to put it together and we're going to ask a lot of questions. The Ken Paxton impeachment part three, we will be discussing uh, more of the Senate, introducing them and <clears throat> what rules that they come up with. That's a, well, that's what we're going to be discussing on Sunday. We're going to try to get one out on the second. If we're a day late, please forgive. We're doing this in our spare time. But we're having a lot of fun, and we want to bring you information. So make sure you subscribe and follow on all platforms that you can find us at, because we're there somewhere. And uh, we're on all of them, except no, we are. No, we're on all. We're of on them. all of them. Stomp that like button and share and share. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. We're out.